What's going on, everybody? What's up? Hey. Aren't you excited? Yeah. Football. Yeah. The Seahawks are going to lose again. Another great, <laughs> great day to be a Seahawks fan. I remember looking at the schedule back at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and thinking, this is the easier stretch of our schedule. Kind of the like middle-ish end of the season is nor mm-hmm. is was kind of the easier portion we were looking at with some of the high profile games that were at the beginning of the year. That is no longer the truth. And now we are going through the gauntlet and it hurts like a son of a gun. Welcome. <laughs> Two on and off the field with their fan, Dylan. Yeah. Who do the Bills play this week? Oh, they got a bye week. They don't play anybody this week. I was just thinking, like, I just got done making my picks, and I was thinking, I didn't see the Bills pop up. <laughs> I was picking for some of those teams in there. Mm-hmm. Does it sometimes feel like after a bye week, like it feels like longer than just a week it's been because I, you know, it was the Cowboys game I was picking. I was like, I feel like the Cowboys haven't played in like three weeks. <laughs> Is that just me? No, it, it does feel like it's been a long time since they played the Steelers. It's just, yeah, it feels like, man, what are some, what are these other teams that just had a bye week? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that team still exists. I said that about another team. Which one was it? I think it was mainly the Cowboys. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Teams had by last week. Oh, the Jets. That was another one. Oh yeah, they didn't. They didn't lose. It's so. like I forgot the Jets existed there for a minute. <laughs> so did most of the NFL. We still knew the Chiefs existed. Yeah. Who else? Who else had their bye week last week? There was four teams. I don't Cowboys, remember who the fourth was. Chiefs, Jets. Uh, was it the Falcons? I feel like yes. Yeah. It must well, the have Falcons been. are back in action. Yeah. What an exciting time to be alive. Who's on a bye week this week? We're getting off track already. <laughs> Bears, 49ers, Giants, yep. and Bills. Yeah. Bears, 49ers, Giants, and Bills. All right. Basically, none of those teams matter except the Bills. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The Giants, though, could win the NFC East. Uh, that is true. I need to stop sleeping so. <laughs> on the Giants. I got to get my mind right. The Giants are something not to just shake your head, shake your hand at. Is that the saying? Shake your finger at? Shake your finger at? Wait. I don't know. I don't know. That's all I thought. But this is an award-winning podcast, in case you were confused. <laughs> this is, in fact, the award-winning podcast on off the field. We're going to make sure everyone's flossing real quick. Recommended by 10 out of 10 podcasters. Follow, like, observe, subscribe, and share. Get it? It's an acronym, FLOSS. Follow, like, observe, subscribe, and share. Yeah. Do you get it? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. And Durf can give you the uh, details on the rest of that. Yeah, I can. And you can follow, like, observe, and share on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter by searching on and off the field or at OTF podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Twitch channel, which we are currently live on both of them, where you can go back and find previous episodes and other great content that we posted on there before. 
Make sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts because that's the one that matters so that we know how we're doing and what you like or dislike about the show because it's about you, the listener. And you can find all of these links at onandoffthefield.com along with our fundraising efforts, our sweet merchandise, and to learn more about Dylan, myself, and this award-winning show. Yeah, for those who don't know, I actually officially did it. I took all the t-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff off of our our merchandise site because you know, Fred turns his inside out like a responsible adult, <laughs> so like his decal still intact. Yeah. Between me and my wife, we don't do that, and mm-hmm. it's like falling apart after washing it twice. And I don't want people to buy something that's trash. Right. So I need to jump on uh, some local t-shirt pressers. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of want I would like to do that, you know, support some local stores, especially going through this pandemic. I'm sure mm-hmm. people, could, people could use that business. Yeah. But you can still go to our Teespring site and get the stickers. And I think I finally actually made face masks. They did like the neck gator face mask that you can get on off the field on. Oh, yeah. So you can get that if you want, but I'm sure it's the material is probably not great. <laughs> if I had to I guess, I, if it's anything like the T-shirts, you know. But that's your life decision. I'm yeah. not telling you what to do with your money. I think you should buy it because it supports the show and it supports charity. But, you know, you do you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's that. Uh, new blog went up today. Thursday Night Football Preview. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Oh, I bought a new computer, Fred. You bought a new computer. Nice. Yeah. Hopefully I can start streaming with it. Oh, it's it, it cost a pretty penny. It's a nice computer. Oh, nice. Did a lot of research. Yeah, oh, well, you it. have to. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no like, ah, oh, that one looks good. No, it took a lot of <laughs> yeah. spent a couple of weeks trying to find the right computer. So hopefully this one does it for me. And we nice. can get this streaming channel up and up and going. That'd be cool. I I would like to do that. There you go. I think it comes Saturday, so nice. trying to get things set up. If I, if I can't do the podcast Tuesday, it's because I'm still trying to get the computer to work and like get like <laughs> things hooked up again, like trying to get my microphone hooked up and working. Yeah, God only knows. I'll probably plug it in and nothing will work. That's what I'm expecting to happen. Oh, I'll keep an eye out for the streaming channel. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, fantasy football. I didn't even know who I stopped paying attention to most of my fantasy football i set a lineup still but who i'm mm-hmm. playing i really don't pay attention to but apparently yeah I'm playing you yeah oh yeah it could be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun week is it though for me it will at least <laughs> <laughs> man i see i kind of like our league because the lineup yeah. is pretty pretty large we have a lot of people participating mm-hmm. you know it's it it makes it like a lot of spots are open to put players in one of my other leagues it's like one quarterback one running back one wide receiver one tight end and like two flex it's like a very hmm. small roster so i'm sitting here trying to decide if i should be putting in like jacoby myers or like deandre swift like i have these players that are projected to get 15 plus points but i don't know who to put in that that league is tough and Ooh, that's why that's, I'm, that's why that's, i'm two and eight that that, that is tough yeah, if like one, if just just if one of your players underperforms, you're gonna lose. Mm-hmm. Which why I'm two and eight. You beat me one fifty four to one fourteen last time. 
Yep, I looked it up. My God. That was I when... I just want to be a close loss. I don't want to get blown out by 40. I think it'll be closer this time because I'm pretty sure my 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 projected points are not that high any this this week. So you got some bye weeks going on or something? A couple of that players. And I got like majority of my bench are all zeros, but I don't want to drop them because I can't find someone to replace them with. There's so really no like, one out there. It's like COVID or IR, like it, yeah. or you know, just terrible injury. So, in a 12-team yeah. league with these rosters as big as they are, it's tough to find mm-hmm. somebody on the wire. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, trust me, I've been there. My team, unless you're playing in a random league that you don't know who the people are, and some of them left like three players on their starting roster on a bye week, <laughs> let them let them start, and you just walk by them and win that game. Those are the leagues that you can get the good players on waivers. He's, my team is in such a terrible spot. You know who I had to start last week? Who? Darnell Mooney, wide receiver for the Chicago <laughs> Bears. <laughs> He, he, he was, was in he, my starting lineup. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tough. Because he, I think I had one other player on my roster that was projected to make points. I don't even, and I, he was worse than Mooney. That's the wow. position my team is in right now. Like I know my bench I looks start, like yours. It's a bunch of zeros. Yeah, I had to start Philip Lindsay last week, oh. and he got me point two points. There you go. Well, he just but came still, back from injury too. I but think. I still won, so I dropped him this week. <laughs> I would never have that luxury of having a player score point two points and still win. I don't get those luxuries. <laughs> Good lord. Um, sorry, I got distracted by something. Um, we're not doing other sports anymore, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad because you know, like the NBA draft happened. Yeah, it did happen. I don't know who got picked where. I don't either. I know the the ball kid went to Michael Jordan's team because that's because that's ironic and funny. Because Lavar Ball talks <laughs> a lot of crap about how he can like beat Michael Jordan one on one, and now his kid is on Michael Jordan's team. Oh, that the was, Hornets. The Hornets, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, it's kind of ironic. That, that, but, that's, that's ironic. Other than that, I don't really know what happened. Yeah. I don't think any I don't think anyone knows what happened. I don't think anyone cares. It was just a lackluster draft class from what I could from what I could tell. Well, yeah, but that was expected and I feel like because we didn't see any NCAA tournament, no. That's you didn't true. get like your Steph Curry to shine in the tournament to get him like where he is now. Like you we didn't have that you didn't have that ability to find the diamond in the rough and, you know, build the hype, build the hype because, you know, the season ended so abruptly. That's true. That's a very good point. Speaking of Steph, Steph Curry, I was really excited to watch the Warriors be back at full strength this season. Yeah, like, that's going to be a team to watch. Well, Clay Thompson went and tore his Achilles just playing pickup basketball. So... Did did the Warriors tank again? Or do they just try and do what they can with Draymond and Steph? And then the rookie, they picked up Wiseman in the draft. I don't know. They could probably do what you can. They can try this year and not just get like 12 wins. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
We got way off topic there. The other sports are not priority, says my mom. Yeah, no, they're not. We still got talking about it, though. We're going to talk about NFL stuff. Yeah. Gosh darn it. Uh, let's see here. The uh, This this was the big one. Yeah, I, I, I someone posted something the other day about, I think it was the Browns had a positive COVID test. Uh-huh. And I just, I just commented on it. And I said, why is it the same four or five teams? Every single time, if if there's, oh oh look, there's a positive COVID test and this team is shutting down their facility. It's either the Texans, mm-hmm. the Raiders, the Browns, uh, the Falcons had one or two happen there. What's the other? Uh, the Chiefs and who's the other popular one? There's always a there's another one in there, but I don't. But those were at least those are the top three off the top of my head. Browns, Raiders, and Texans have closed down their facilities like three times. Besides Titans, yeah, I don't know. Oh, the Titans too. They were a big one, but they haven't been repeat offenders at least. Right. No, yeah. Yeah, the Raiders have definitely been repeat offenders. Yeah, Raiders are <laughs> oh my god. The Raiders just got done getting fined like a billion dollars <laughs> and they lost a draft pick. They lost a draft pick. Who does that draft pick go to? Nobody. They just there's just like one less draft pick this year. That's very possible. That's interesting. It, you know, it, you. It's very possible that they do one less draft pick this year, which is un, which is unfortunate for you know those later round college fo- prospects that you know they're just looking for day three to get right. uh, drafted. One one loss less draft pick hurts that person. Right. That's right, so it, it, it it's gonna it, it does make it tough. Um, I don't know if the NFL would do like, oh, you lost your draft pick. We'll do a random other thirty-one team spin the wheel, random generator. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. <laughs> I was kind of thinking about like if they just push down all of the draft picks and the Raiders just get the last pick in the seventh round, maybe. I don't know. Was it a seventh round or a sixth round they lost? Yeah, they lost the sixth round, so they okay. like gain a seventh round then, I guess. They just get the last pick instead of the sixth round pick. I don't know. I don't know what oh. the rules are with that. I have to okay. look that up. Okay, so they might they probably end up with Mr. Irrele- the, the Mr. Irrelevant pick then. I feel like that would be the most fair thing because at least everyone then gets still the, still gets the pick because you don't want right. to just like take the pick away. And then, like, no one picks there. Like, that, that's not fair to the for, to the people right. trying to get drafted, like you said. The reason we talk about that is because the Raiders, once again, virtually their entire starting defense has been placed on the COVID-19 list because they were in close contact with defense, not defensive end. Maze, is he defensive tackle? Yes, defensive end. Okay, defensive end, Colleen Farrell, who they drafted second overall two years ago second, last year. Second, second or fourth. Oh, maybe it was deeper. I I'm thought it was four. I think because the, the Giants had the second pick that year. I think the Raiders had two picks in the top five, and they took. I want to say they took someone on the defense. Uh, oh, I'm blanking on who they took, but they took Cleveland Farrell. Yeah, definitely. It was still a top five two. pick, though. Yeah, yeah. He tested positive. So, as far as we know, they should be able to play Sunday. As long as they all, you know, test positive from here on out, it's just a matter of, or they if they test negative here on out, right? Don't test positive. <laughs> don't want to test positive. That's bad. <laughs> but let's just come on, 
Come on, Ray. What are the? I feel like they just don't care with the Raiders. Just it's yeah. constantly an issue with these Las Vegas Raiders. What are they doing over there? Just walking around without masks, kissing each other, going to public events, partying out on the town till two in the morning. Yeah, it's a it's a hot mess express over there. I want to know where Colleen Farrell was. Because I, I realize that you can still contract the virus just by touching something and then going home and touching mm. something else. Like I realize that can happen. And I'm yeah. not saying Colleen Farrell, he was just out and about like licking things. But <laughs> it's just it's just the Raiders constantly, and it's annoying mm-hmm. to see this because then comes the second bullet point. At the NFL announced that all NFL team facilities starting on Saturday will be following the intensive protocols that were put into place when there is a positive test on a team. With the rising number of cases across the country, our area is getting ready to shut back down again. Yep. Soon. It's looking bad. Uh, the NFL is trying to stay ahead of it, which is good. Don't be Major League Baseball. Positive yeah. cases are coming from the community and not in the facilities. That's fair. 28 out of 32 teams have been in the intensive protocols at least once since October 1st. You know what team hasn't been? The Seahawks. The Seahawks. They're one of the four. I don't know who they are. Three are. Seahawks the, been, the Seahawks have been COVID-free. That's good. I don't, know, I don't know how, but they are. You know why? Because they live in the state of Washington. Is yeah. that the state of Washington up there? Yeah. Yeah. They're like they're like super like liberal wear your masky up there. They're super like Good. all into that. So that's why better than the Midwest right now. Than, it's better than Las Vegas. Yeah, I think just to get off topic here on COVID real quick is I heard this morning. I want to say it was like Iowa, one of the I Midwest states was like forty one percent positive cases. Oh my like, god! How is that state even functioning? <laughs> 41 percent yeah are they just are they just taking like the um what's the one country that did that they just said screw all your masks and precautions we're just gonna let everyone get sick whoever dies dies and we move on like whatever country did that that's just what that's what i was doing or idaho whoever it is they're just like just (laughs) go for it guys (laughs) as long as you stay within the state borders you can't leave just go for it that's what they said 41 percent oh so bad that's terrible yeah but it's just this is what the nfl said they were going to do at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. if positive cases kept rising they yep. were going to go to these new links because we were at a point where it was just you know tests every other day maybe that Mm-hmm. You know, where are your contact tracers? It will be pretty lax. You know, they said, we're, it's, we're just going to be precautious. Then things like the Raiders and the Titans happen. And they're like, all right, we can't trust you, idiot. So guess what? We're <laughs> testing every day. You're wearing your mask 24-7. Yep. And this is where we're at now. So, yeah. And I, I can't stress this enough. This is what the teams agreed to at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. in the offseason. This isn't like the NFL is just coming out of nowhere saying this stuff. That every team agreed with the NFL that they're going to wear coaches were going to wear their masks on the sideline. It does if players players don't have to wear masks. It, it maybe it doesn't make sense, but guess what? Them's the rules, and you have to follow them. And that's just what they are. It doesn't matter what logic says at this point. You have to wear yeah. your mask in the facilities. 
You have to do virtual meetings. You can't do just fill up the meeting room and do a meeting. These are the things you agreed to. You can't just do your own thing and then expect not to get punished. Exactly. Because that's all I hear the fans say. Fans are just upset. All oh, these rules don't make sense. Why is my team getting punished? Uh, this is stupid. Because Them, they can't the, rules. the rules that they, uh, they agreed to. You agreed to do your job. You go to work. And let's say you're yep. picking cases at Wegmans grocery store warehouse. And you agree to at least meet 80%. And you're like, ah, I'm going to do 60%. And then you get fired. You're like, well, that's not fair. That's what you agreed to. There's punishments <laughs> yep. to your actions. So this is the world we're living in now. Yeah. Unfortunately. The Bills are on a bye week. They best be careful. Oh, yeah. They better Can't just stay. go out on the town. Well, <laughs> Erie County, where it's with the county the Bills are, Stadium is in, and a lot of the Bills players live in Erie County, they uh, they just went into the orange zone. Oh. And so for New York State, that's like that's all the schools are remote right now. Like teachers still report, but, you know, everything's just going to – Everything's getting shut down, so there really isn't going to be a ton of opportunity for the Bills to do anything extracurricular-wise, you would hope. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Well, everything's shut down. Let's throw our own party. I don't That's think Sean nine, McDermott would As long as it's nine that. people, that's fine. <laughs> it can't be more than ten. So as long as it's a nine or ten-person party, they're fine. Yeah. They have to wear their masks. <laughs> Let's get in some player news. There you go. Teddy Bridgewater is probably not going to start. Isn't that depressing? That is depressing. And it's not even the, it's the other knee too. Yeah. Like whenever you just, Teddy Bridgewater went down and the first word that came out of someone's mouth was knee injury. And you're like, oh God, not Teddy. This dude fought back. He's like, if you want to think about injury wise, at least he didn't, his life wasn't in danger like Alex Smith, but his right. knee injury was probably just as, not as bad as his leg, Alex Smith's leg injury, but his knee injury was like top tier, disgusting, awful. Yeah. It, from what I've, I, from what I've heard stories wise, like it's, it was just absolutely like if you didn't see it, you didn't want to see it. And on at that practice field. Yeah, I remember some players said there was people like throwing up on the sideline. Like, yeah. how, how bad it was. I don't know how an injury is that bad. Like when you just go on a drop back and your knee explodes. Explodes, yeah, pretty much. I don't understand how that happened, but it's only they, they're saying it's an M- MCL sprain. Mm-hmm. So what is that? Six, four, four to six weeks. Normally, whenever you hear MCL, um, it's four to six. Depending on the severity of the sprain, it could be two weeks. Um, well, not you even know, that bad. He, yeah, he's unlikely to start this week, but you know, he's been limited in practice. You know, he is up and running and jogging a little bit, moving around. So, like, he still has movability in the in the knee. So that's good. It just it depends on how the knee reacts, the MCL reacts after working it out. Okay, so. Definitely not four to six weeks, depending on, you know, if it unless something crazy happens. That's good news. Right. Because Christian McCaffrey's still out. He yep. came back for one game and then hurt his shoulder. So yeah. he's been out at least one week for now. He'll be out this week. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what his timetable was, but 
it's starting to look like we can stop the playoff talk for the Panthers. Yeah. I kind of started that. I, I, I liked I was I was tooting that horn a little bit because I mm-hmm. liked what I was seeing. And Christian McCaffrey comes back and they look really good. The, the injuries are just not going to let the Panthers happen this year, unfortunately. No, and I think that's a lot of yeah, the Panthers especially, but you know, like the 49ers too, like that was that should have been a returning NFC championship NFC champion team and yeah, yeah, injury just uh blew that team down. Yeah. And then they just got done putting Eric Armstead on COVID-19 list as well. Mm-hmm. I think they did that too many two days ago. Okay, it's just yeah. It's still it's just off. <laughs> it can't <laughs> the 49ers cannot catch a break. And now the Panthers are also just you can't it's your starting running back and your quarterback that keep mm-hmm. getting injured. That's probably yep. not the two players you want injured. But speaking of Teddy Bridgewater, back when Teddy Bridgewater was with the Saints and got his opportunity to start when Drew Brees went down, he went five and oh. Yeah. Drew Brees is once again injured. He has a billion cracked ribs and one <laughs> healthy <laughs> lung. Guess who gets to start? Here Un- comes unofficially. <laughs> here comes Crab Leg Winston. <laughs> oh, have you I, seen I don't it? think Sean's come out and said that he's the starter, but everyone knows that he's the starter. I I would think he's a, he at least starts the game. They could do a mix between Taysom Hill and Winston, yeah. but I would think Winston starts. Have you seen the video of him like? Doing the W sign and like looking like this, and then like looking his his fingers oh, yeah, he, on he the sideline after the win, and like the, the one player, yeah. one player in the background is like, oh, back when he was on the Bucks and did it, yeah, Deshaun yeah. Jackson's face was just like, oh yeah, <laughs> this dude, that, that was everyone's reaction, and then they he's on the Saints and they get the win against the Bucks, and he jumped someone's interview and he started eating the W again. It's pretty funny. Why? I don't know why. with him with eating W's. Eating W's. Because it reminds him of crab legs. That's probably why. It reminds him of a crab. So There you go. Who doesn't remember that? The Raise crab leg incident? <laughs> Jameis Winston stealing crab legs when he was in college. Yeah. And then he won the Heisman that year. Don't don't yeah. even get me started on that conversation. <laughs> the Heisman Trophy is for on and off the field exemplary efforts yes and james winston stole crab legs from a grocery mark and he got the heisman that's not great off the field activity in my opinion yeah no that's bad pj walker and will greer have been splitting snaps in practice yep just give it to pj walker will greer started last year for a couple games he was awful yeah, I feel like the old West Virginia quarterback. Yeah, I feel like PJ should get the walk, the start. Um, I feel like he, you know, they, they you know they bring him out of the XFL when the XFL collapsed, but like they have that tape, and I feel like Matt Rule could do something with him more than Will Greer. Yeah, PJ Walker is definitely more of a two way player than Will. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. PJ is just a more athletic. Teddy Bridgewater. He might not be as accurate, though. That might be the issue. Right. We'll see. I think PJ will get the start, but we'll see. I would All like right. to see the old XFL leader get the start. That'd be fun. That would be fun. 
Texans chairman Cal McNair says that the team will cast a broad net and search for a head coach. Jake Easterby. Easterby? Jack Easterby. Easterby. Easterby will yeah. not be the GM, either according to the team president, James Roots. Yeah. So the Texans don't know what they're doing. No, not at all. They're just, you know, they're just like, yeah, we're just going to close our eyes and circle to a circle on where we stop. That Oh, wait, let's, let's interview you next. <laughs> sure feels like that, eh? Yeah. They're, uh, yeah, Bill O'Brien did a, did a number on this team. I think I said it on Tuesday. This this was a 12 or 13 win team mm-hmm. not that long ago. What, two, three years ago? Not yeah. even that long ago. Like Literally last year, they were in the playoffs. Yep. This team was excelling. And then Bill O'Brien got his filthy hands all over it. And they are <laughs> what? Two and two and six, two and seven right now. Yeah, something terrible. With no, this is this. I, bes, at least the Jets have some draft capital. Whether they do something with it or not is up to the right. Jets. The Texans, I think, have the worst scenario in the NFL. They have paid their quarterback a lot of money for a long time. Mm-hmm. They don't have any wide receivers. They don't have a defense they don't have draft capital and all of that equals not having trade bait i guess you could say they have no one to trade they can't they can't bring any free agents in Mm -hmm. at least any high profile free agents this i think this is the least attractive job in the nfl i would rather go to the jets because at least they have a first round pick that is the worst the texans do it doesn't matter. It just gives a better draft pick to the Dolphins. <laughs> like it's just yeah. hilarious. It's like, oh, well, at least they'll have a top five draft pick. Nope. <laughs> the Dolphins <laughs> will have a top five draft pick. The Dolphins are laughing. Yeah. They're having a successful season. So it's like, oh, well, we'll have an outside the top ten pick. But guess what? <laughs> the Texans suck, so we're just still gonna have a good draft pick. They mm-hmm. they robbed them. Yeah, they did. <sighs> Joshua Bailey in the house says, hope the Packers get J.J. Watt. Why would you want J.J. Watt? <laughs> That's been the talk of the That's town. Every, everyone wondering where J.J. Watt's going to go. Who wants J.J. Watt? Nobody. Well, Josh wants him. Uh, well, that's, that's asking for bad things to the Packers if you want him on the Packers. I feel like you you have good rushers. You have the mm-hmm. the brother. Now they're not actual brothers. They just have like the same last name. Yeah, the Smith brothers. The Smith brothers. Yeah. Why would you want to mess that up by throwing JJ Watt? In? He hasn't produced anything in the past two three years. All he's produced is yeah. injuries. Yep. This dude was a wrecking ball in the prime of his career. He'll be a Hall of Famer because of what he did early on in his career. Mm-hmm. It's over now. It's gone. Yep. Just he's probably remember. better off. He's retiring. better off retiring. Yeah. Because yeah. he's come out and said he doesn't want to leave Houston. Yeah, I've kind of gotten the feeling it's a mixed message. Because right. I kind of get the feeling it's like, well, I've been here for so long, it would suck to leave. But it's kind of like him saying, I want to leave, but I don't really want to leave because it's my home. So it's like kind of like a mixed message. So show me the money and I'll walk. <laughs> Yeah, the Texans also fired. I think it was their 
it was like their PR person. Oh maybe? yeah, Texans. Le- yeah, the uh, VP of communications, I think. And everyone was pissed. Yeah. Yeah, she got fired, and the entire sports media world came to her defense because the Texans said she wasn't a good fit for the organization's standards or something. <laughs> like, basically saying, like, she's a bad person. She doesn't belong here. Everyone was like, that's trash. She's a good person. The Texans are the ones that are terrible, which is, mm-hmm. they're right. <laughs> Why? I don't I don't know. I don't know. The Texans have done nothing right in the past, like, three, four, like, two, at least two years. This this entire collapse has expanded over two years. Uh, Tack McKinley, yeah, I'm I'm shocked that the Seahawks didn't try and jump over Tack McKinley. I don't know what happened here. The Tack McKinley went through the waivers. He got picked up by the Bengals. He failed a physical, and now the Forty Niners are trying to pick him up off the waiver wire. I don't know. I don't know how you get picked up by a team fail a physical and then immediately get picked up by another team expecting <laughs> to pass a physical like two days later <laughs> how, how does that I work <laughs> like, <laughs> I, they can't tell us why he failed the physical because i'm sure that's like hipaa stuff whatever the case right. may be but i don't understand how you're like ah oh, you failed the physical you're going back on waivers all right you're good to go to the 49ers you're also like what huh <laughs> <laughs> How? Oh. Okay, sure. Why not? Former first round draft pick Tack McKinley let go by the Falcons after some smart Alec responses about not being traded. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Take that. Yeah, go go have fun failing physicals for other teams and sitting <laughs> on their bench. Josh says we don't need him to be the old JJ, but I think he can still beat one on ones. If he makes a if he makes one play a game, I think that's what he's capable of. I think he's capable of making one good play a game. And if you mm-hmm. want him literally just to come in on passing downs and hope he makes that one play when it counts, then then sure, I, I go for it, I guess. But I don't think you're getting JJ with a discount. That's the problem. I, I feel like you're going to have right. almost almost Jadeveon Clowney-like mm-hmm. contract situation where you pay him a bunch of money because it's a big name, but he doesn't produce what his name, you know, would suggest. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that would be most likely what, what would happen if he leaves the Texans and goes somewhere else. He's going to make that money and not do a thing. Yeah. Josh says just for depth. Yeah. It's just the money I'm worried about. If you can get him for a deal, you can get him for like, what does a low end DN cost these days? Like five mil a season. Probably less if, than that. If yeah, see if that. Yeah, three, four mil a season. If you can get JJ for that, God bless your soul. You can add him for depth. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. But if you have to go out there and pay him ten mil, no, definitely no, 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 <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, Century, what's this one? You added this one late. I didn't even see this one. Century oh, this is news Field. today. Oh, it's news today. This just happened. This has happened. This is getting now. This is this will be new tonight at the game. At the game. Yes. It's not CenturyLink Field anymore? It is not CenturyLink Field, CenturyLink Link Field anymore. It will now be Lumen Field, which what is, is now Lumen? which is following the CenturyLink September rebrand to Lumen Technologies. 
So they rebranded the company. So now the stadium gets a rebrand. All right. We're, and it will be unveiled tonight. Well, we just unveiled it on, on and off the field. Well, we did on, I, we did it on our show, but like on tonight's broadcast, they're going to unveil it to the, the country because, you know, I don't think the well, country, country just listen. They, if the country just listened on and off the field, they would know. You they would already know. <laughs> Our company was born of the fourth industrial revolution. That's what Lumen Technology says. Powering progress and the promise of 4IR. What is 4IR? 4IR. The Seahawks are for the IR because that's where half of them are right now. Lumen is an enterprise technology platform that enables companies to capitalize on emerging applications and the power of fourth industrial revolution, which is the 4IR. Interesting. We integrate network assets, cloud connectivity, security solutions, and voice collaboration tools. So it's a tech company. Yeah. It just does like basic tech stuff. Yep. So this Lumen Field will now be the fourth name that the Seahawks will have had for their home stadium since they came to the league in 1977. Hell if I know. I know. Somewhere around there. <laughs> Come on, you're the Seahawks fan. You should know. <laughs> I was a Seahawks fan of 2004. I didn't. I didn't go diving that's in for knew, Seahawks. That's when week. I learned about the Seahawks was 2004 because I rooted for them against the Steelers. Well, that's when I became a fan. Yeah, because I rooted for them against the Steelers, and I just decided this is my new team, and I go. was 10 years old. Nice. Uh but that is that's all of our NFL news. That's an interesting bit of information. Lumen Field. That doesn't really roll off the tongue as CenturyLink Field. I like I liked CenturyLink. Yeah, because you could call it the Clink. The, yeah, the C Link. And now we got Lumen. Lumen Field. I, I don't like that. I don't like it at all. <laughs> Maybe they'll, they'll change it a fifth time. Get a new sponsor. Yeah, we're just we're just gonna <laughs> drop that one. We don't like that. All right, got the new beer open. I got another Yingling Hershey's. Chocolate porter nice. ready to go. We're going to be going over real quick our midseason check-in. So at the beginning of the year, we made our preseason predictions, Super Bowl predictions, hot takes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So let's just do a, a midseason. These, these are for the entire season. So mm-hmm. we're not going to like put a check mark or a red X next to these until after the season. Right. Just, just to kind of see where we're at. So I'll 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 take uh, this first one here. My first one was the Titans were going to miss the playoffs. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's a tough call. I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs. The AFC is tough right now. There's a lot of good teams in the AFC. Mm -hmm. I think they've now dropped after a couple of losses. Are they six and three right there with the Browns? Yeah. Because you got the Browns and the Steelers. <coughs> is yep. that all the same division? Browns, Steelers, Bengals, Titans? Browns, Steelers, that? Bengals, Ravens. Ravens. <clears throat> is the AFC North. Titans. Titans are in the South. So the oh boy. Oh, so the Titans are probably gonna win that division though, because the Texans suck. Jack. But they have the Colts. Yeah, but they could still sneak a wild card spot there. right yeah i think the colts right now are projected if the season ended today colts are projected division winner titans i think are wild card let me take a look at the standings just to see how many other afc teams are floating around the titans because right now it's up in the air they've lost a lot in a row like they've lost a couple games here they're not looking as potent 
Mm-hmm. So it's 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 close. I'd say it's close right now. Right now they're the ninth seed. They're not even in the playoff standings right now. So just a lot of other teams that are six and three: Browns, Ravens, Dolphins, Raiders are all in the wild card spot. Yeah. Well, the Browns aren't. The Ravens are. Yeah, that's all. Who's ahead of them? And six and three with the Colts, so they could still win the division too. So it could go anyway. It's 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 a toss up for that one right now. What's your first yeah. one? My first one, which I think is going to come true for sure, is that a oh, team <laughs> will make the playoffs with a losing division record. You could just say losing record, and you'd be or right. That you could just scratch division. <laughs> because we know a team that wins six games will win the NFC East. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you nailed that one. Did you know it was going to be the NFC East, though? I had a hunch. It's what it normally hunch. is, but <laughs> I think you went with that because of the extra playoff spot was the right. main reason you picked that. Yep. Which is fair. That's yeah. pretty funny. Because right now we got Yeah, right now Miami has a, a losing division record at 1 and 2 and they're in the 6th seed. So that's happen that's happening right there. Right. And then obviously you have like the Eagles and everything going on there. My mom. <laughs> Just a bunch of <laughs> Bunch of crying faces. Uh. <laughs> the NFC least. <laughs> Tannehill has been exposed, says Josh. So has Lamar. <laughs> it's 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 just weird with the Titans because yeah. Derrick Henry is still playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's as productive. They just hand the ball off a lot to him, and he ends up getting over 100 yards. I don't think he's been as efficient though. But Ryan Tannehill right. still. Ryan Tannehill doesn't have bad numbers. It's not like he's going out there throwing two, three interceptions, even one interception. Right. He's having good games. Mm-hmm. It's just not enough. Right. It's interesting. I can't. I haven't figured out what's wrong with the Titans yet. I really haven't, because I don't know whose fault it is. Defense, I, special, defense, special teams, right there. The special teams is definitely <laughs> the issue. At least their last loss, that's for sure. <laughs> Thanks for the prediction, dear. It's all your fault. It's your fault why the Eagles are doing so bad. I should have predicted that there would have been a tie this year. <laughs> that would have been too easy. That would have been too easy. Card- My second one is the Cardinals will have a better season than the 49ers. That's let's just put a just put a check mark next to that one. <laughs> Granted, that's mainly because of injuries, probably. Right. Yeah. But it still came true. <laughs> Very true. I'll I'll take it. Your second one. My second one is the Patriots won't make the playoffs. That one is Ooh. very close to not being true. They're they're on the outside looking in right now, but they're playing better these past two weeks. Yeah, they beat the Ravens. It's pretty good. Yeah, but i I think you're I think you're looking at an uphill battle for the Patriots making the playoffs this year. Yeah. I, I think so too. So I think I think you should be all right. All right. Do your third one too, because all you right, have my, four. My third one is the Broncos will make the playoffs after losing Von Miller for the season. That ain't happening. Yeah, I. If I can take every, three out of four on my hot takes, I'll be happy because <laughs> I know that one's not going. Everybody was screaming that the Broncos' offense was going to be the best thing since sliced bread. I didn't listen to it. And here we are. 
Yep. And you can't even blame that on COVID or injuries. That team has been relatively healthy. Drew Locke has been injured here mm-hmm. and there, but that team has been bad with him in there or not. Right. And I th- I think that solely lies on the shoulders of your head coach being Vic Fangio. Because they decided Angel. they decided to make this cultural shift mm-hmm. where they were this great defensive team. They bring in Vic Fangio. They have Von Miller. They have Bradley Chubb. They have all these defensive pieces, and they're going to be dominant on the defensive side of the ball, Vic Fangio leading the way. And then they said, never mind. Let's just draft a whole crap ton of offensive rookies, a whole (laughs) bunch of offensive players, and we're going to become this explosive offensive unit. But that's not the mentality of your head coach. Mm-hmm. Your team isn't built to be offensively explosive. Yep. It, it's just the culture there. It doesn't make sense. That team has never been an offensive juggernaut. At, at least the only time they were an offensive juggernaut was when Peyton Manning was there for like two years. Right. But that's the, that's the, that's the mindset of John Elway though, which is the problem because Elway and Fangio don't agree right now. And it doesn't matter how many quarterbacks John Elway wants to draft. He can't. He is terrible at drafting quarterbacks. Yeah, Josh just took the words out of my mouth. Elway needs to go. <laughs> a guy who was like a top 10 quarterback in NFL history. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give him top 10. I'd have to maybe break that down. But I'll say top 10 for now. John Elway, some, for some reason, can't draft a quarterback. <laughs> Absolutely mind-boggling. Yeah. Strikeout beer has finally made it to the show. Wow. What's up? What's going on, guys? I'm going to show off real quick because I know they're going to be jealous. Uh, Yes, (laughs) daddy. (laughs) Don't worry. I'll get it to you. I don't know how because it's illegal, but I'll figure it out. Don't worry. (laughs) My third was NFL viewership won't go down due to social justice protests. I looked it up Mm -hmm. and viewership, all I could really find for some reason, I, I, the only thing I could find was the last update, a bunch of articles about how viewership was down like 6% as of week four. Like there was nothing written about like recent stuff. So I don't know where the viewership stands okay. as of right now, but across the board, this is where I'll mm-hmm. say this is kind of a successful pick. I don't really know because a lot of people are blaming COVID as well. Not really the social, the social justice stuff has calmed down. Let's just mm-hmm. agree to say that. But but sports viewership is down across the board. And I think that's because a lot of people are just looking at these leagues, NBA, Major League Baseball, NFL, yeah. is like, asterisk years like if my team does well it's because they didn't like if a team wins the super bowl it's because they played teams with like a bunch of injuries or people on the covid list and Mm. if my team does bad it's because there's people injured or on the covid list everyone's putting asterisks on these seasons i just don't think they care to watch as much that's my opinion right so viewership is down but not due to social justice protests Right. It's more pandemic because people are just people aren't in the mode for, like sports help alleviate some of the issues that we're having. Like some of like, like you know, a lot of people have anxiety right now because of the pandemic. Like it's a tough time for a lot of people. 
sports does help that like people that are in the sports world, it helps them. Right. But it's like you, for me, I know for me specifically, like the college football season, usually I'm like much more heads on like in depth than what's going on. Couldn't tell you what's going on right now. It's just (laughs) because of everything that's going on, your, your day-to-day routine is so messed up now that you're, you're not in a normal routine that you were the last 10 years. So it's, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's, it's expected to have viewership go down, you know, hopefully we get a vaccine and hopefully we get back to a normalcy and then, you know, get a full off season of the hype and go. That would be nice. Tell you what, just, I would love normalcy, but (laughs) God only knows how far away that is. Fire and beer in the chat from Strikeout Beer, and they say it's not illegal. I just got done Googling it. You need like a federal license to ship beer. If I'm wrong, send me the link, please, because <laughs> that's what I just got done Googling it, and it did not look promising. <sighs> What's your last one? Your last hot my, take? My last hot take is that the AC, AFC championship game will be the Bills versus the Chiefs. That's intact. Still possible. Yeah. I don't hate it. I could see how that could easily happen. Not easily happen. I could see how that could happen. Yeah. That's not impossible. The Bills best be careful, though. Them Dolphins. Yeah. They be creeping up. Mm-hmm. You better keep winning games over there in Buffalo. <laughs> what was your Super Bowl prediction? Let's see if that's still intact. My Super Bowl prediction was Chiefs versus Saints, and I took the Chiefs to win. All right. Yeah, the Saints are up and down. Like the the Saints beat the Buccaneers and everyone's like, oh, they're the number one team in the league. And (laughs) you can't say they're the best team in the league after one win. That's not Mm -hmm. true about anything in the world. And that's why I hate like MVP race conversations. Like here's here's a here's a fact. Here's Mm -hmm. a here is a stone cold fact. Russell Wilson has been playing like garbage the last two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. He's been playing terrible. If he plays well tonight, he beats the Cardinals. He throws four touchdown passes, no interceptions, runs for a touchdown. If he plays well, people will say he's back in the MVP race, if not the MVP leader. Because this garbage conversation is week to week, game to game. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson will be leading the MVP candidacy, and then Sunday comes along, and then freaking – Patrick Mahomes has a five-touchdown game. He's the leader in the MVP race. You can't have this conversation game to game. You just shut up about it and wait for the end of the year. You can't be just throwing, this guy's the leader now, this guy's the leader. Because Russell Wilson's not even in the MVP race anymore. He's not. He's just he's done for the year. There's no way he can rebound from this at the pace that Kyler and Patrick Mahomes and Ben Roethlisberger and some of these other players are going at. He's done. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. All right. So I I just get sick of hearing like every single day about a new MVP leading candidate. I'm over it. I hate I hate that conversation. That the fact that it changes every week. <sighs> yep. It's that's, hype, that's hype media for you. It's, and that's all it is. That's that's mm-hmm. that's all sports media as these days is just people getting hot takes and throwing out stupid garbage as we do our hot take uh our hot take section 
<laughs> these aren't even hot takes. These are kind of just like just bold predictions. Things. Yeah. Yeah. God, I'm so annoyed. Real quick off the field MVP because we're running out of time. I really wanted to do this one in an hour so I could, you know, watch my football game. We can uh, pick Pat, <laughs> yeah, we could do the picks quick. We'll just we'll, we'll do our best. Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. When it comes to voting, Patrick Mahomes is the real MVP, as we got done just talking about MVPs. The Kansas City quarterback helped foot the six-figure bill for new polling equipment that will be used for the next 10 years. I pulled up their little snippet about this because that wasn't enough for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his continued efforts to combat voter suppression, Mahomes spearheaded a push, spearheaded Arrowhead Stadium. <laughs> I wonder if they did that on purpose. Mahomes spearheaded a push to turn Arrowhead Stadium into a polling station. In order for this to happen, the Kansas City Election Board said that it was in need of funds to purchase the new voting machine- machines. So through his 15 and the Mahomes Foundation, Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs organization footed the six-figure bill for 25 voting machines and the labor for 30 poll workers, allowing thousands of Jackson County residents to vote at Arrowhead Stadium early this month. The poll it purchased polling equipment will be used for the next 10 years of elections. So it's not like just a one-time thing either. Like this is going to be a polling station for the rest of a long time. Yeah. It's uh, impressive. Like it's just, you know, it's just uh, the, these NFL players that, you know, they make a lot of money, but they, that's players like Patrick Mahomes that give right back and, you know, do it for the community, do it for progression in this country. And that's what we need. Voter suppression is a very real thing. Just straight, not because there's people out there, you know, at polling stations like, get out of here, you're not allowed to vote. Like, that's not mm-hmm. really what's happening. But it's it's the fact that they don't make polling stations available in, in a lot of places, like especially like in downtown areas where people would have to like get on a bus and go somewhere. And they make it super difficult in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So in Jackson County, which apparently was a place where thousands of people came to this polling station to vote there, you know, that's just I, I if I feel like you'd probably get more voters if you did that in every NFL stadium, just because it's an attraction. Come to right. come to Lumen. Is it Lumen Field? Lumen, Lumen Field. <laughs> Lumen Field and vote. I would fly out to Seattle and vote out there if I could, but I can't. <laughs> that's that's illegal. <laughs> But yeah, so good on Patrick Mahomes. He's our MVP. I tweeted him or I uh, DM'd him to see if he wanted to come on the show. I think I don't. I don't think he's interested. Oh darn! I don't think Patrick Mahomes wants to come on and off the field. Am I ready for the game tonight? Uh, no, actually, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to be depressed. I have a bottle of Slain whiskey with my name on it to just get me through this game. I'll tell you that. oh man i came up with a slogan for slain whenever they decide they want to sponsor us i finally have a slogan ready yeah a shot of slain makes the pain go down the drain oh there you go there we go can't spell mvp without rogers grammar (laughs) i can't say that that's one of those words i can't say grammar Grammarly speaking. Grammatically speaking. Yes, that word. That's incorrect. <laughs> what Rogers has won? Has he even won an MVP? Has he won it one year? I thought he won it once. Maybe uh, it was super, super, the Super Bowl year. Okay, <clears throat> that makes sense. 
And then Alan's in the house, of course. Part-time nerd Alan's in the house. A shot of Slain makes the pain go down the drain. That's the new slogan for Slain Whiskey, just so you know. Welcome to the show. You guys are doing great. God, I love That's my favorite comment. I'm going to pin that. I did leave the live stream, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That should be one of our T-shirts. We should get a T-shirt printed. You guys are doing great. That's going to be it. Rodgers won it twice. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. Thanks for the update. So Rodgers is a good quarterback. Can't really argue that. Before yeah. we get too off topic here. Consistent. Wait. Consistently off topic. That's what we are. <laughs> Tonight. Week, Card- 11. <laughs> week 11 predictions. <laughs> stop commenting. No, don't stop commenting. I love all the comments. Don't, don't do that. I just <laughs> Cardinals at the Seahawks Thursday night football 45. Oh God, that's your job. I'm just reading things now. Give me, give me the Durf Dopplers for tonight's game. Okay. So tonight's one of the three games that have any kind of weather implications. Uh, it's about 45, which is normal for Seattle tonight. Uh, rain showers early on, mostly taping, tapering off. Wind's not going to be really a factor. So it's going to be a wet game uh, early on. And then it could dry out. Later in the game, you know, stop raining, but still be, you're still wet and you're from being on the field and the field's going to be wet. So it's going to be some, you need some good ball control here. So you're going to need Russell Wilson to be able to get DK Metcalf the ball and (laughs) ball control with Russell Wilson. Yeah, we've seen nothing, everything but that the past few weeks. Rogers is thick of being unappreciated. That was my TikTok. I made a TikTok, guys. I didn't realize how hard it is to make TikToks because you have to like listen to the audio and like Uh lip sync along with it. Like I I watch TikTokers and I'm like, well, this is stupid. They're just lip syncing something else. That's harder than you think it is, (laughs) especially the ones that are like full 60 second videos. Yeah, they're like lip syncing something for 60 straight seconds. That's pretty impressive because I can barely do the 10 second video. I just I got a new appreciation for TikTokers. Uh, Always need good ball control. <laughs> Giggity. Who do you got in tonight's game? I'm taking the Seahawks. Why? Because I you know I heard uh yeah. I heard a reference the other day when Blake Shelton was on one of the football shows Blake I watched. Sheldon. Yeah. Okay. And he's because he's a, he's a Cardinals fan. And he's a little worried about the Cardinals going to Seattle tonight because, you know, he thinks of it as like a WWE style. You know, the Seahawks are mad. Like, they're going to come. They're going to play harder. And I don't know. I'm just I'm thinking taking the Seahawks tonight. I think the Cardinals are still on that high from the Bills game. And, you know, it's, it's they had they played pretty tough against the Bills. So that maybe they're a little worn down, kind of a short turnaround for them a little bit. So I think the Seahawks, as much as they played not so great against the Rams, I think the Cardinals' defense isn't quite as up to par as the Rams' defense. So I think the Seahawks can get into a rhythm, which we saw them do in the first game when they were in Arizona. And then Seattle started slumping, and the Cardinals found pockets to nitpick away at the defense and tie the game to go to overtime. Strikeout beer says ball control is key. Mm-hmm. Ball control is key. Wilson's going to show up tonight. I don't. 
I don't argue the fact that Russell Wilson won't show up tonight, especially in Thursday night football. He normally does well in mm-hmm. prime time. I'll, I'll let you. I'll tell you this. Go to onoffthefield.com, read my blog, and I'll tell you why the Cardinals are winning forty-one to thirty-seven. That's my. That's all that's right. the prediction. <laughs> it's all about ball control. There's another T-shirt idea for you. It's all about that ball control. <laughs> All right, Bengals at the Washington football team. We're going to try and do this as fast as possible. Yep. We're going to try. We'll probably fail because we always say that, but it never happens. Yeah. I'm taking Washington. You know, I think Alex Smith had he had one heck of a game against the Detroit, and he's going he's getting into a rhythm now. He's feeling more comfortable on the field. So, you know, I think the Bengals, they took a beating against the Steelers. I think the Washington football team – can kind of take advantage of that a little bit, you know, that veteran presence take it. Hey, you'll get, you'll get it next time. I think if the lions and Matthew Stafford can tear apart the Washington football's defense, then yeah. I don't have much faith. I used to have a lot of faith in the Washington <laughs> defense. I kind of lost it last week. So I think the Bengals will be fine. I think Joe Burrow will get back to his usual self okay. and throw for multiple touchdowns and do pretty well. So we, we differ. We're, we're two for two here on differing. So this is going to be an interesting week about to go three for three Falcons yeah. at the Saints. Who do you got? I got the Saints. And, you know, I think they're in New Orleans, which doesn't make a difference. Um, and they're both domes. Yeah, but no fans. Like if it was in New Orleans versus in Atlanta, New Orleans has the home field advantage all day. But I'm taking the Saints. I just know the Falcons are coming off a bye. They're they're a little rested. I don't know. I, I think Jameis does enough with the Saints offense to keep up with Matt Ryan. Part-time nerve says, take your time. I've got all night. I do not because <laughs> football's starting <laughs> here soon. So yeah, I do you don't got? have all night. Uh, I got the Falcons. I, I don't trust Jameis as much. I don't know. Right. And plus Alvin Kamara says he's got a foot injury. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, he was limited know. in practice or limited in practice today, but I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be fine, but still, I just like the Falcons' offense. I like All the right. Falcons' offense more than the Saints' offense. That's where I'll leave it. Steelers at the Jaguars. We agree. Taking yeah, the Steelers. Take, take the Steelers on that one. Could be scattered a rainy. Could, yeah, scattered thunderstorms on Sunday for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Could uh could be a little downpour there occasionally. Or a delay of game oh, for funsies. Okay. I was wondering why the <laughs> Dolphins didn't have the same weather report. That's because they're not home. <laughs> Over under on crab leg picks. Pick, crab leg picks is three. Oh, like Jameis Winston throwing picks. Okay, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'll take the under on that. I'll take the under. That's excessive, especially for the Falcons defense. That's excessive. Right. Patriots at the Texans. I thought about this, and then I realized yeah. the Patriots actually played well last week. Mm-hmm. If they really figured out what they were doing early in the season, you know, when they like were up against the Seahawks, almost beat the Seahawks, like they were playing very well early in the season. Right. If they found that rhythm again, mm-hmm. then I, I say they bring it to the Texans. I got I got the Patriots this week, just kind of keeping going. Yeah, I'm taking the Patriots here too. I just don't think the Texans they're just, they're they're like slowly falling apart. 
and you think they're you like, want to think they're still good, but they're not. So yeah. the Patriots yeah. are like slowly figuring it out. So <laughs> they're going the opposite direction the Texans are going. So I'm taking the Patriots here. They're just they're Patriots are getting very creative on offense right now, and it's working. Jacoby and Myers then, is fun. Until it stops working, they will keep winning. Yeah, I like that. He had one with like five minutes playing last time last week. So yeah. <laughs> Who were they playing last week? I don't even remember. <laughs> the Eagles at the Browns. I don't trust the Eagles to do a gosh darn thing. <laughs> and now nope. the Browns got Nick Chubb and, oh, and yeah. Hunt back. Yep. That team is that, that is a formidable formidable team. Formidable, yeah. Yes, that word. <laughs> I'm taking the Browns here too. I think yeah. they're just, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a day running the ball. Yeah. Like I could go in. I'm, I, that's when I would normally go into detail about what I think about the Browns. So I'm not going to the lions at the Panthers. <laughs> you know, I, I really want to pick the Panthers, but without CMC, without Teddy, mm-hmm. I just feel like, like I just got on saying earlier in the show that I think the season starts to just kind of end here for the Panthers. So with the lions having a little bit of momentum, they got to win last week. I'm going to take yeah. the lions here. Yeah, I mean, the, the concern for the Lions is, like, DeAndre Swift's dealing with a concussion. Right, yeah. You know, Stafford's got the thumb injury, but, you know, he played through it for the most part last week. I think the Lions are slightly more put together than the Panthers right now based on injuries. So, <laughs> so I'm Ever giving the edge to the Lions. Part-time nurse says the Eagles suck. They should lose this game. That means they'll probably win. That's fair point. <laughs> I still have Durf yeah. Doppler up there. What am I doing? I don't know. Let me know. No. <laughs> Titans at the Ravens. I don't trust the Ravens anymore. I'm nope. I am it's gonna they're gonna have to win my trust back. And mm-hmm. playing the Titans, who have a pretty good defense, I don't know anymore. I feel like it's okay. But I trust the Titans offense more than the Ravens offense right now. So I'm taking the Titans. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the Titans offense over that Ravens offense for sure because Lamar can't throw outside the numbers, and they run the ball. What is it, sixty five percent of the, on ta- the time on first down? So predictable all day. They're yeah, they're way too predictable. The Titans beat them up in the division round last year. They'll do it again this weekend. Like trusting the Titans is any better, and it's a very good point to what Durf just yeah. said. They crushed him in the playoffs. Why wouldn't they do it now? It's, it's a good point. Mm-hmm. I, I I just these Ravens these Ravens as of late they are just falling God. apart. How the mighty have fallen. Jets at the Chargers. Does Justin Herbert's new haircut get it done? <laughs> if the Chargers lose this game and the Jets get their first win, they just need to clean the house of the Chargers. Just be like That's Herbert, like, we're gonna send you somewhere else because we're starting no, fresh. No. You keep <laughs> Herbert. You fire Anthony Lynn. All right. You start with the coach. You can't. You can't get rid of your rookie who's just starting. <laughs> just take everybody off the field. <laughs> I see who you're. I see who you're. I understand your point, though. Okay. <laughs> Imagine that world, though, where this is where the Jets get their first win. Dear God, he's all business now. Justin Herbert with his new haircut. Yeah, like he's getting his first part-time job as a teenager. He literally lost like ten years off his age. I said he looks like a character from One Tree Hill. But I don't think a lot of people have watched One Tree Hill. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I know of One Tree Hill. I don't know the character yeah. you're talking about, though. 
the wife or like, uh, there's not like a specific character but i just looked at him and it's like it's like just like your classic 90s high school kind of looks oh, okay yeah like you know like the weird hair and like mm-hmm. the dro- droopy clothes like that's what he looks like <laughs> dolphins at the broncos broncos are a complete disaster i'll take the dolphins all day yeah dolphins are rolling so should be a exciting day for the dolphins yeah i go four and oh for two as a starter insane two at time nuts cowboys at the vikings yeah i don't just once again i don't trust the cowboys I don't care if they're coming off a bye week. I don't care if Andy Dalton's back. I don't care about any yeah. of that. Just Vikings. Vikings all day. Yeah. I mean, I think if Dalvin Cooks runs anything like Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb did against that Cowboys defense, Dalvin Cook has like six touchdowns this game. Talk about a possible MVP candidate, Dalvin There Cook. you go. Non-quarterback Sophia MVP. Bush. I don't know what Sophia Bush means. I, I feel like that's inappropriate, but I don't know how. <laughs> Here's in the chat. Packers at the Colts. It's interesting here. I'm taking the Packers. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't I don't trust Phillip Rivers here. I trusted Phillip Rivers against the Titans because I didn't mm. like the Titans defense as much. I didn't trust the Titans offense as much. I trust yeah. both sides of the ball for the Packers to handle business here. Okay. But the Colts defense, though, that's 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 where I'm going with it. Is okay. that, that Colts I, I understand defense. that argument because if you remember, the Buccaneers shut Aaron Rodgers down like it was a '90s clearance sale going out of business. <laughs> if that makes any sense, it does. So <laughs> I'm I'm taking the Colts here. I'm just you know you know I got a couple games behind last week. So I got to get a little bold here and hopefully get these better picks. Hey, no. I I get you, man. I fall behind even more. (laughs) That's what I did last week. A couple of those picks were a little out there and they panned out. Went against my Seahawks. I went against the Bills. Got me a couple dubs. Yeah. Uh, Let's see your Chiefs at the Raiders. I don't know what's happening with the Raiders team right now. And especially the defensive side of the ball, not getting practice, being on the reserve COVID list. I'll I'll take the Chiefs just because they're they're coming off a bye week. Yep, they got their heads in the right in the right place right now. They got full yep. week of practice. Yep, I I just feel like the Raiders are kind of riding the struggle bus right now. Right. I mean, I think besides the COVID, the Raiders are actually playing pretty well this year. Yeah, they, you know, oh, that's very. Yeah. They already beat the Chiefs once. Yeah, you know, Derek Carr's got it kind of figured out. I think he has. I want to say he's top of the league in like longest. The he has the longest average yards per attempt or per completion, like nine points nine yards or something like that. Like he's almost every throw he completes is almost ten yards at at least. I believe that. So you know he's finally opening it up. He's not boring Derek Carr anymore. But I think the Chiefs are just going to be more prepared to take the division back from the Raiders. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty bad week to have your defense go on the reserve COVID list for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Part-time nurse says it's a bold move, Durf, going with better picks. We'll see if it pays off. Oh, wow. Is that like a shot at me? <laughs> I think it's like <laughs> going with better picks. Oh. Cole's defense is probably the best in the league. No, it is the best in the league. It's not probably the best. It literally is. They have like the best. They're leading like every defensive stat almost. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last but not least, the Rams at the Bucks. This was a tough game. Remember, folks, final picks are submitted Sunday. This show, like this is for fun. This, mm-hmm. this gives you a general idea of who we're picking. Sunday's social media pick picks, pick picks, are the final pick. So make sure you're following us on social media. I'm pretty sure everything is at OOTF podcast. I think that's what our handles are. Yeah. Um, but this is one I have to think more about. Rams at the Bucks. I'm currently going with the Bucks mm-hmm. because they have pass rush, and usually Jared Goff doesn't handle that as well. But right. he's, he's shown more maturity this year handling that. So I'm not entirely sure. I have to wait until Sunday. Right now it's the Bucks. That could easily change. I'm not confident about this pick at all. Okay. You know, I, yeah. Yeah. Thinking about that, I, I thought it, I looked at this, the game and I'm like, oh, it's Bucks. And then now I thought about, oh, wait, they're playing the Rams, who just beat up on the Seahawks, who the Bills just beat up on before that. And before that was the Cardinals. Something like was it, that. Was it like three? Uh, yeah. So like, I think, yeah. I how think does that right. chain of events affect the Rams against the Bucks? My first instinct is the Bucks, but like you said, check in on Sunday for our social media picks for the official picks. And those are the ones that will go by on that whiteboard in the back. Yeah, because virtually these are all fake picks. Ignore everything you just listened to, says part-time nerd. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Most of these picks will stay the same, like probably 90% of them. But come yeah. Sunday, my gut will tell me to flip-flop one or two of them, which is what happened right. last week when I went 12-2. and two. I originally had the Seahawks and Bills, and I was like, eh, I don't like them as much. I switched my picks, and I got the dub. So, yeah. So I got to go with my gut on Sunday morning. That's just how it is. So it's about noon that picture gets posted. And then we normally, and then we're going to be hitting up our next guest picker. Uh, I know who it is. I just don't know their name off the top of my head. But if you want to be a guest picker, just let us know. We can Mm -hmm. either have you on the show or just send you what we take our picks on so you can make your picks on Sunday. Either way. So just let us know if you want to be, you know, a guest picker. There you go. All right. And that's our show. We got some football to watch. It's Thursday Night Football, Seahawks of the Cardinals, Week 11. This has been the award-winning podcast on and off the field with Durf and Dylan. Is it Larry? I don't know who Larry Allen is from Tuesday's <laughs> Pro Bowl, episode. Pro Bowl guard from the Cowboys. He, at one point, was considered the strongest man in the NFL because when they used to do the skills competition in the Pro Bowl, he like put up this insane number of reps. Um, benching the 225. I think it's 225. I want to say he benched 225 like 54 times. All right. And there's your trivia answers. If you ever go to a pub trivia for sports and they ask you the strongest man in the NFL history or was or who is, Larry Allen is your man. Sign me up, says part-time nerd. Absolutely, we'll hook up with you. He's a beast of a man, that Larry Allen. We'll be back next Tuesday because... Mama didn't raise no wussies.